Mishchem. Happiest Friday. Today's shiur is dedicated for the success of the state of Israel, or the success of the Israeli Defense Forces. Um, all of the Kedoshim, all of those who have given their lives out to Hashem. At this time, and for the Rufuashema of Kolpitsuwe Israel, and also the Rufuashema of Dan Ben Esther, Ishak Ben Yafai, Cheskel Ben Rachel, Nisim Medina, Hanar Oliba Tevora, Shemuel Ben Rachel, Binyamin Ben Shoshana, and the Rafana Lahem. Good morning, welcome. <coughs> So we are uh, continuing in Pele Yoet. We finished off two days ago. <laughs> we finished off uh, uh, re- regarding the mitzvah of a man's obligations towards his wife. Right, yes. That's how we finish off. The next mitzvah. But, but you didn't tell us the, <clears throat> the, the women's responsibility. <laughs> what are the, when when are they coming? <laughs> That's going to be for I the make woman's sure I, shoe. I send that to, to my wife. <laughs> <laughs> the next mitzvah uh, Pele Yoet talks about is Shelo Yechdal Me'asot Ma'akeh. So the Torah has a mitzvah that if a, a person uh, builds a house, the Torah says, It's required, it's a mitzvah from the Torah to put a fence on one's roof. People used to spend time on the, on, on the roof. And so the Iran, they used to sleep on the roof. Really? Yes. Wow. wow. In Iran, they used to sleep on the roofs. Yes. <laughs> Not even a tent, just like this. <laughs> Amazing. So, I don't know, if maybe we should try it one day. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you want to do that here. <laughs> the Torah says, it's a mitzvah, put up a fence, uh, and there's a bracha even that we say. There's a bracha, it's in the sidur, uh, when someone uh, puts up a fence on the roof. Why? Why? That the uh, that nobody shall chas v'shalom fall and and get hurt. Now this mitzvah it's very interesting. In the Gemara, the Rambam, the Rishonim, they took it as a model that don't just look at this mitzvah as just about a fence on a roof. If there's any kind of activity uh, which is unsafe or which is dangerous, it's a mitzvah to, t- to make protective measures. Uh, so that people shouldn't get hurt. So the examples, uh, for example, the, the most famous one is that it used to be that they, there was a gzera, there's a big debate about it today, about gilui. If water is left uncovered in a room, uh, or if a drink is left uncovered in a room, am I allowed to drink from that drink after that or not? So Chachamim said, based on this, don't. Why? Because they lived in a, in a context where... And, maybe a snake would come in or maybe a bug or something would get in and would poison the water without you realizing it because I wasn't there. Um, so they said, once somebody was, I was not in the room, I didn't see the water um, and I left the room, I left it uncovered overnight and I came back in the morning, discard the water. Don't drink the water. Why? Because it's possible <coughs> that it's unsafe to drink. It's, impo- it's possible, it, it could be possible that, that it got poisoned or something like that. And Khamira Sakantame Isura to get into a dangerous situation. 
to do something that's potentially dangerous and life-threatening is prohibited. It's prohibited in doing a prohibition in Torah. So the so the uh, so the Rambam says also. Um, and the earlier sources all say that it's prohibited to drink the water, and many families have that tradition. Nowadays, Shulchan Ar- in the times of Shulchan Aruch, Shulchan Aruch says, Tosfot brings it up also, I think. He says that there are not so many snakes we are not uh, that are common nowadays, that a snake is going to come into the house and, uh, and the water is going to get poisoned. It's not a, it's not a very likely uh, thing to happen. And therefore, if, the, if it's inside my house... Well, we don't do it, generally. And I know, and I know, no one did anything. Then the water is permitted to drink. The water is not asur nowadays to drink inside the house. If I, if it's not a, a situation that it could be dangerous, but there were many rabbis that were still strict about it. And we say ideally a person should be careful not to do it. You don't leave water uncovered around the house. You don't leave open overnight. Uh, oh, oh, you don't leave open drinks in general. You don't don't leave Even open bottle. drinks. Yeah. Even the bottle. Even close the bottle. Yeah, we we always close the close the bottle. You one know? of the things. One of even the open. even the wine and the whiskey. Yeah, yeah. But you also, always close the bottle. Also, also unless the unless the wine you opened up and you need a decanter <laughs> and you need a. <laughs> you, <laughs> you know, know you know the rules. Yeah, <laughs> you know for my also I want to add that you know women soak the beans overnight on Friday night. You shouldn't, at an overnight, you should have it covered. You shouldn't leave it uncovered. Yeah, a, ideally you should cover it. Should but they throw out the water, though. Yeah, you, don't, you throw uh, it out, but still, no, it should, you be, don't, you don't it should be covered. Yeah. So, any type of activity that could be unsafe, make sure to take the proper uh, safety procedures. And that, you know, when, is there a prohibition to drive recklessly? Absolutely, there's a prohibition to drive. You shouldn't. <laughs> oh, hello, Rabbi, it's Friday. Don't <laughs> slap us already. <laughs> you know, could be part of this is, you know, every few months when I, I, I take my car to the mechanic to make sure that... Everything works well. Everything works well. That's it. Friday is slapping us before Shabbat. Yes, <laughs> Don't drive recklessly. Sometimes we are racing. You don't understand. We have to get... <laughs> Especially today, early. If you have to catch the train, the you have to catch... Uh, a person, the Torah somebody else. Not to endanger somebody else, not to endanger ourselves. Not to endanger ourselves. Right? There, there is obviously some risk in living life. There is a risk in walking out of my house. There is a risk in putting any food uh, in our mouths. There's no uh, life is risk. But the point is that there is what's considered societally normal. It's a very very low level of risk uh, to to walk out of the house. It's a very low level of risk to just drive a car, obviously, or to ride a bike. But there are safety measures that are always put in place to minimize risk as much as possible. And it's a mitzvah, it's a mitzvah. It's one of the mitzvot of the Torah. Minimize our risk. Minimize our, our risk, minimize our exposure. The, we, we saw uh, the Gemara says, we've seen this before, Peleoetz talks about it, that en somchil alanes, that the Gemara says, we're not allowed to rely on miracles. We cannot say, put ourselves in a, in a dangerous uh, situation and say, Hashem is going to save us. Hashem is going to, Hashem is going to, well, and, and we don't rely on miracles. And it says, and also, it says, number one, Hashem might not do the miracle. You don't know. The second thing is, even if Hashem does the miracle, they take away from my merits. 
They take away from the. I, I worked hard to do mitzvot and have merits with Hashem. <laughs> you use up your credit. <laughs> I'm going to use up my credit. <laughs> Why should I? <laughs> so the Gemara says, "En somchim alanes." We don't rely on miracles. We have to live our lives within the general normative uh, safety measures of what's considered safe um, and what's considered okay. Uh, when it comes to drinking and alcoholism, it's a very, very big, big deal. Yeah, because you're driving the, recklessly. So driving, driving, so drinking and driving, absolutely asur. Why? Because of this. Every second you're every using second, up your... <laughs> <laughs> Every second one is using up his credit. Uh, Before Shabbat, uh, he's really good. <laughs> <laughs> a person wants to drink. Okay, I drink, but again, within no, you have uh, to have a, w- within boundaries yes, and with limits. Yes, yes. Uh, if, if a person is drinking to the point that I'm relying on a miracle to be alive, you know, should, we shouldn't know how many people ended up in the hospital because of uh, because of how much they drank. How many people ended up in the hospital uh, because of drugs? And, and uh, where does it say that we shouldn't do it? Right I over think. here. Right here. Right over here. But this compared to the stone you put in front of a blind man, it's too different. That's right. The stone in front of a blind man is I'm, I'm, hurt, I'm damaging somebody else. Okay, that's, a, da- that's a damage. Damaging somebody this else is or giving somebody else this is bad advice. This is endangering. This is endangering. It's too different. There shouldn't be a danger not to myself, but also not to somebody okay. else. Not to somebody else. Well, most of the time, know? God forbid, drunk drivers hurt other people other than themselves. Yes. Seems the worst. Yes. Unfortunately. Okay, next one. Let's go to the next mitzvah. Okay. So, Shaloi Gadel Kelev Ra. It's prohibited to uh, own and to um, have as a pet a bad dog. A bad dog. Right. How do you know it's a bad dog? Hanino, Hanino a, uh, <laughs> there are no because, bad dogs. Because yeah. they can bite somebody else. Eh? <laughs> oh, all right. This yeah. is good for my wife. She, she, she's scared from yeah. okay, it's, it's a, a bad dog. Yeah, yeah, it's a bad dog. A dog that can harm somebody. That can, the the Gemara gives an example that uh, a dog that in, intimidates a pregnant woman and causes her to miscarry. Wow. Wow. That, uh, that's wow. Uh, one wow. of the examples of a uh, a kelev ra that, that scares a woman who's pregnant and chas v'shalom causes something. The, you know, there's a Yerushalmi in the Talmud Yerushalmi. It tells a, it tells a great, it's one of Rabbi Ben Chaim's favorite stories. The, it says a story of a guy who was invited to someone's house and the man had the dog sitting on the chair next to him at the table. How is he going to eat? So he said, well, what are you doing? He's like, what are you, am I a person or am I an animal? You have an animal here at the table, you have your dog right sitting, next to me. Right, right next to you at the dinner table. This is how you treat your guests. So the man says, no. He says, I, I really have to thank this dog. And I have to appreciate this dog. This dog did tremendous kindness and tremendous chesed for me. So he said, what, what kindness did he do for He said, one night, he said, there were sh- uh, Shabaim. He says, um, uh, uh, no. Uh, thieves. Huh? Thieves. Like thieves. Thieves broke into my house and they were going to rape my wife. They were wow. going after my wife. The, my dog saw what was happening, saw who they were, and says, the Achav Bitsav, and oh. ate their eggs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> ate their testicles. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! After that, the, the dog got a seat at the table. <laughs> 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 
So the Gemara says, Kelev Kulo Lev. The dog has a lot of heart. There are dogs that do a lot of good for people. There are dogs that in this world, yeah, they do many, many good things. But a Kelev Ra, but if there's a bad, you have to pick the right breed. I don't know anything about breeds of dogs. Some people train their dogs to be bad also, to be attack dogs. Yeah, so you have to pick the right breed and you have to train them appropriately that they... And you have to have a whole unit that is just dogs. No, but how many dogs? You have guide dogs, they help people who are blind, you have there are dogs that are their partner people who are lonely you taught, us that, they, you taught uh, us that we have to feed the dog before we feed ourselves yes yes yes, yes. you have to feed the because the uh, Shema Israel says oh, no, no, I want Steve to come here Steve <laughs> Steve come here <laughs> yeah you know you have to feed the dog before you eat talking about how, how good dogs are <laughs> yeah. so we have to how feed we have to the dogs we have to feed the, our pets <laughs> before we feed ourselves because Shema Yisrael says, "Venatati eser b'sadecha alivem techa ve'achalta v'savata." Hashem says, "I'm going to give grass in the fields for your animals, and then you will eat, and then you eat and satisfied." So we have to give them uh, to eat before before we eat ourselves. Uh, we have to give them to eat. Oh, he, he always <laughs> says what you're saying right now about treat your dog with kindness and have a no, absolutely, absolutely, we have to. There's no question. But it's also I mean, part of this mitzvah kelavra means that if I own a dog, it has to be trained. You have to. It has to, you know, not you know, mistreat or harm other people or uh, any Scared other person or, or frighten, frighten other people for no reason. Uh, that's a that, that's a kelevra. We have to make sure they're trained properly and that, uh, you know, you have them on a leash when it's appropriate to, to have them on a leash. So that's the loy gadel kelevra. Don't raise an animal that could harm other people uh, with you. So, uh, and the next one is, don't ha um, if you have a ladder, make sure your ladder has all of its safety features uh, working properly. If there's a ladder that is not not so stable, don't don't even put up that ladder if it's not so stable. Forget, don't even go on it. Don't take a chance. So we said there's a mitzvah for a person to take care of their own safety and to take care of the safety of the public. This is a, to, to care for the safety of the public. So part of that is if there's a ladder, and I see it's a little bit shaky, it's a little bit wobbly, or a couple of the rungs or steps might not be so good, get rid of the ladder. <laughs> get rid of it. Don't gift it to the next handyman. <laughs> exactly. Don't, don't, don't gift it to the next person. So all of these are, are examples of how we have to care for the safety and we have to care for the good of the public. Uh, and this is a mitzvah from the Torah. It's a mitzvah from the Torah that we have to care for the safety and good of the public. You heard the story that we said with the dog. The dog saved the man. I didn't hear that. Oh, you didn't hear this? Okay, we'll, we'll tell, okay, we'll tell, this, we'll tell the story again. It's for though. So the, a man was having a, a man was invited to someone's house for dinner, and he the the dog was sitting at the table and eating with them. So he said, this is strange, like, you know, am I a person or am I an animal? You're having, uh, uh, you're sitting us together uh, at the table next to the dog. So the man says, I, I appreciate uh, this dog. This dog did the greatest kindness to me. Uh, because a thief came into my house one night and wanted to rape my wife and was, was going towards my wife and the dog ate its testicles. They ate its testicles. I have to show appreciation. Uh, and it says that the word he, uh, dog in Hebrew is kelev. 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 Kelev is the, the Hebrew word for dog. 
So the so in that story, the Gemara says kelev means kulo lev. A dog kulo lev is all heart. That's what a dog is. A dog is all is all heart. Kelev kulo lev in Hebrew means heart, and the kaf it says it stands for kulo, like all. It's all kulo lev. A dog a dog is all heart. Okay, next mitzvah. Uh, we have a couple, one or two, two minutes, minutes left. Thank two minutes. Shelo yitameh kohen lament. We've spoken about a kohen uh, is not allowed to come into contact with a dead body. A kohen is not allowed to visit a cemetery unless um, he is going to bury his immediate relatives. That's the only reason a kohen is allowed to come into contact with uh, a dead body is to go only for the levaya, only to go bury and take care of the burial needs of an immediate relative. Outside of that, a kohen is not even allowed to go back to the cemetery. Like even for, to, the, for the, for the, the haft, or for the sea, or for the cell, or all of that. But for his own family, he can't. For, no, he's no. not allowed to. Only wow. just if the, a kohen the, is not allowed to. Only for to bury his immediate relative. Uh, even a, a house where a, a corpse or a dead body he cannot is, go in. he cannot go in. Uh, we I get questions from Hatzalah all the time because we have Kohanim who so work for Hatzalah. Even my brother is on Hatzalah as well. So what do they do? But there are a few Kohanim who are so on Hatzalah. So the answer is for them uh, until the moment that they've that a person is declared dead. I mean, if they're trying to save somebody's life and they're trying they, to they do, CPR, do it, they can, they can. They're allowed to stay there and they and they have to be there. But if they've declared somebody dead, if they've gotten to the point that they, they have to walk out immediately. They're, they're not even allowed to be inside wow. the room. That moment. They have to be very careful about it. It uh, comes up with uh, with Hatzalah a lot. They can't be in the room. Uh, so there were some who said that the, um, a Kohen has to be conscious when he goes to bury a, a relative. So how does he get out? Once he's done. Once he's done, how does he, if you go in the middle of the cemetery, how does he get out? There's other other bodies, there's other relatives. So that's why the Mashadis in particular, in many Jewish communities, they always have the custom to bury the Kohanim at the edge of the cemetery, at the, uh, the, the, pl- the, the spots for the Kohanim are always at the edge, so they don't have to go in the middle, so they don't have but to I've go in the center. fences, the cages that they wear around their, their so bodies. Uh, uh, when they oh, so them. this is, yes, uh, so Chabad does that and others do that, that they say that, yeah, it's like if I have uh, walls all around me up to a certain height, it's like I'm in my own space. So if I go, it's then it causes a separation. No, I do. They're making fun of me and saying, okay. what happened? No. Mashiach is coming. So <laughs> 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 Hopefully, Mashiach is coming. Hopefully, I mean, the so headmaster is calling us. talking about dogs, and I'll be <laughs> here every day. <laughs> oh, okay. That's it. So next year is about dogs. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom. Before the building was built, I was a kid. 